GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. It's 11.59 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show. Come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern. A little bit late tonight. Let's blame it on the heat. It's super hot. So uh, we'll see if anybody shows up tonight. If you do, we leave about a quarter to a third of the screen here on the live show dedicated to the uh, comments, the people that are showing up live to be part of the conversation. We go live every weeknight at midnight, and at midnight... Or, I mean, and then each day we have a different topic. So on Fridays, eventually we'll start hitting the industry too as I get better at getting to be more concise with the weekly wrap-up. But on Fridays, we wrap up the week. We look back at what was so good about 2A. Uh, the content that was created that was uh, focused on our Second Amendment. <clears throat> Is my audio doing okay? I do have a lot of fans going on here. Uh, now, I don't think I have it in here anywhere, actually, but uh, actually, I know I don't have it in here. But one of the things I've been messing with is this uh, HR something 808, something like that was uh, being, uh, what, 10, 11 hours, just 12 hours of testimony. Thanks for the feedback on that. G23 is first one. I think he's the only one out here tonight. Thanks for showing up. Oh, you know what I forgot to do is go over here. We're screen sharing, bring Sharon in here. And I didn't even go over here and start a poll. All right, so let's get a poll going. I usually like to start out the show with, let's get my light back over here. I was taking a picture for the free patch Friday stuff that's happening over there. Uh, how was this? week for 2a and we're gonna have great week for 2a spoiler alert what do you want puppy good week come on puppy's messing with me good week for 2a throw two more options in here okay week I guess, and then getting really good at typing that all the time. So uh, we'll get that poll going. So the people that do show up live, are you scared of thunder or do you want food? So she's coming over here. I think she's scared of thunder. So what we're going to do is get a chair so that she can sit up. Um, sorry to do this to you for everybody that's showing up right in the beginning, but my dog's getting scared of the thunder. So we're going to do a quick commercial for the show that we do with uh, Tony and 
Clover on Saturdays. AskGunQuestions.com is a website that we built back in 2007. And since then, for the last 15 years, people have been able to ask questions of simple to advanced nature, and we attempt to answer them in different ways over the years. Join us now as we start a new series to answer gun questions. Well, now I can't sit anywhere near the computer, but she's happy. Her. All right. So, uh, sorry about all that. Let's get this up out of my way so I can see you again. And we've got the poll going. We do have a show on Saturday, so thanks to uh, Clover and Tony for joining me on that one. Uh, we offer a uh, perspective from old guys who are lifetime gun owners, at least that's our goal, so that people can uh, get some perspective from people that aren't really necessarily trying to sell you anything, but uh, might give you the same feedback you'd get from the range or a gun shop or something like that. All right, but that gave me time to get the dog into her camp chair which seems to do the best for her when she sits down in it kind of it's like a little hammock so she gets a little more comfortable being right here and you know, nothing i can do about thunder yep i can't do nothing about it i just said so uh what we do on fridays is we go through uh the week and take a look at what content people created that has to do with second amendment we do this live and uh, we uh, welcome the people that show up live. We do a poll right here. We'll do some other fun stuff throughout the night for the people that show up live. And we uh, have something new right now. So we uh, cook over here. We have uh, just posted an Instagram post, which I'll go grab. I think I have it right here. Uh, we just posted an Instagram post about this concept where if you grab something at the gear website store tonight, then you'll get to get a random patch out of here. And I think what we'll do is have the viewers pick the patch that you get. So if anybody wants to grab something from the store, uh, let's see, I'm now covering the screen with that. So let me uncover the screen with it and I'll just show you the uh, Instagram post I just linked to on all the different platforms that we're streaming out to. Welcome to everybody out on Twitch. Welcome everybody over on the uh, podcast channel and then over here on the big YouTube channel. So I just linked out to our Instagram. We've got uh, Guns for Everyone, the cool AK wrestler patch. Uh, I don't know what this is. Maybe Ukraine. Oh, you know what that is? That's when that one lady, some old lady said, here, take these sunflower seeds so that when uh, you know the rest. So there's that patch from that whole situation i thought was pretty cool uh we've got some kind of santa panda uh he's got a gun i didn't even realize that uh it's not in the frame there but oh yeah great i took pictures and it doesn't even have the whole picture in there we got clover's hug a fud remember i talked about ask gun questions there's clover's hug a fud and guess what there's tony's 2a4e patch then i've got a uh, kind of a blem not a great print one of the demos of the uh Wolverine uh, patch. We've got the uh, Empower 2A from GOA over here. We've got one of the Savoie sewing machine, like war machines are pretty cool. 
a wheeled uh, well-armed patch and then another gun for everyone international or national i guess which is kind of a cool don't tread on me with their logo in sort of a distress thing and if you're a nerd i've got a visual basic.net resource kit right here and it's still got the plastic seal on it so if you're uh interested in getting the visual basic.net resource kit from microsoft i can hook you up with that as well so thanks to everybody who purchased it. something at the store. If you do, you'll hear a little thingy on the phone over here. It's so much fun, and it helps us pay bills, and that's how we do our thing. Uh, let's see. So no longer empowered to a. So is that uh, not GOA you're saying? So some kind of trailer just dropped. That's too bad. Hopefully they get that picked up before it uh, hurts anybody. Oh, somebody trademarked that, so that'll be a collector's item. Interesting. Well, that's unfortunate and frustrating for the, the um, greater good, but one of those things that will uh, come and go in the bigger picture, I think. All right, so, so far we only have two votes. There's not very, very many people showing up live tonight. We'll see how many people show up. But what we're going to do is head over to the blog version of this whole thing over on our Patreon. So uh, if you, what we're going to take a look at tonight is the uh, description of this video. But YouTube doesn't give us much opportunity to do much with it. It looks kind of bland. I do have links and everything to everything we're going to talk about in the description of the video. But we're going to head over to our Patreon blog, which is just I'm able to put a lot more um What's the word? Um, I'm able to put uh, more formatting in. So it just makes it look a lot nicer, easier to read. So uh, we'll start off. And I forgot the last time we did this to even read the front part. But usually the front part is uh, kind of my wrap up for the week. And this was an interesting week for sure. I'll mention that you can look at this on our Patreon blog, which is what we're reading here live. I'll get rid of it thing there and then uh but we've also got it out there and on a sub stack we also have it out as a newsletter so if you'd like to get the same information uh basically a little bit different format you know it's on the different platforms but if you'd like to get it uh delivered in different ways let us know when it's all over this video becomes the audio podcast so this video and the audio podcast get distributed out there we're getting lots of positive feedback from various platforms out there. So soon, stay tuned to uh, some contests and some thank yous. In fact, we'll be saying thank you to our some super chatters tonight. If I can uh, figure out how to do that live, I should be able to. But uh, it's much appreciated to get some feedback from out there. And I have to assume that some of the people that are purchasing stuff at the store um, or even coming on to Patreon, we had a couple of new Patreons come on board. Uh, we're up to 149. It'll tell you right over here up to 149 we are down to 145 so got a couple of new patreons on board and i'm guessing that's coming from these other platforms but shout out let us know uh but again we appreciate the people that let us do what we're doing uh we post this on patreon we give it to you as a newsletter and it's on substack uh, and then again all the different podcast platforms so let's dig into the week again it's a very interesting week there's some good and some bad for sure but uh a lot of stuff happened so uh, it was actually pretty tough this week to keep up with it all because I didn't. I also had some things going on IRL, as the kids would say. So it was a it was a tough one this week to keep up with it all. 
um, you know, we're trying to surf this whole thing and we're not in it alone. Uh, some of us can, you know, keep our head above water and give the other some indication of, you know, what the train is up ahead, what we should be concerned about and what we can coast past. Crump is a good indicator out there. Thanks for doing what you do. And uh, there's some others out there that are, you know, keeping the uh, eye on the horizon so that the rest of us can tread water and swim and do our thing and keep others, you know, from understanding what's going on. So it's all a big thing and uh, definitely a lot of stuff going on. Uh, so one of the goals that we do here with this show and with this particular project, or I should say with the Daily Gun Show in general, but then with the Friday show and specifically, is to kind of give you a cliff notes of the week for 2A. All right, so let's see a bunch of people jumping in. So let's do an official roll call for the people that are listening in the future. A whole bunch of people are going to be determining different things that are going to happen live tonight. And here's the people. So the first one to jump in was G23. Thanks for that. He does a live uh, show every Saturday afternoon or evening, I guess, depending on your part of the country. A long format discussion on firearms and often Second Amendment stuff. He brings in people to do interviews and kind of guest with him and then he guests hosts the uh wednesday show with chris i should don't want to forget that got crump jumping in thanks for that Cram, uh crabby turtle joining in and that's everybody no there's woods jumping in and yeah that's everybody so glad of say everybody's saying hello to each other but uh if anybody else jumps in we'll say hey otherwise like i say there's a poll out there and uh we'll be doing some other fun stuff all right, to begin the week, there's some stuff that happened earlier in the week, and that's about as, as, uh, as uh, much description as I'll give. But uh, there was some serious propaganda happened this week, and I have not seen propaganda. I don't know if I've seen propaganda to this extent or to this blatantly, or I don't know what to say. So maybe I don't go seeking it out. I do look at the fringes occasionally. You know, I try to look at the whole community. And there's portions of the community that I don't need to look at because they're right in the middle doing whatever they do consistently. So there's really not much need to look at the people selling you grip angles and stuff like that. But when you look around the edges, when you stand in the center and look outward from our community or through our community or the edges of our community, you know, it's the edges, right? And the edge over here is going to be different than the edge over there. So some of these edges, right, I follow them and I don't follow all of them, but I follow some to try to keep a finger on the pulse and i found some stuff this week that was i'm just going to say blatant propaganda and it was scary so there's no way i'm going to talk about it right now so we will talk about it but i don't want to get in trouble so we're going to let that cool off and then we'll go back without pointing at it directly and talk about what happened this week i don't know if anybody's seen it or not but you know i didn't hear anybody talk about it so then the censorship is that I'm not talking about it. I'm self-censoring. I do not want to have anybody sniffing around because I'm going to be the one to highlight it. I got no interest in highlighting it. Um, so Woods is saying, are we on this side or for this or for gun websites? So, so that's on both channels and it shouldn't matter. When you comment, I don't think it tells me which channel you're on unless you're coming in from Twitch, in which case you'll have a little purple dealie next to your name. But I don't think it'll tell you which which YouTube channel you're coming in from as a commenter. 
All right. So uh, G23 is saying he wants the panda. Well, nobody bought. Oh, no, actually, I haven't sent you stuff. So you can just have the panda, dude, as a sorry for never sending you the last thing you bought. That's my fault. So uh, the panda is already off the table, and I'm going to go put it in G23's pile right now because I know exactly where your pile is. Hold on. I just did that in the dark super confidently, so I'm sure somebody's going to be like, what the hell is this panda doing in here? And D23 is going to be like, I never got that fucking panda. So, uh, but I just did shove it into an envelope, so somebody's getting that panda. Um, oh, he just bought a deck of cards five minutes ago, so what's going on with my phone? Doesn't like to say things at me anymore, but I do appreciate that. Thank you very much. So, um, let's see. So you're going to still get another one. That panda will be the thank you so uh for the massive delay i think you bought that like last month or something and then i was like oh i'm gonna send you chris's book and then got underneath a bunch of stuff and now i'm saying apologize again so i think i've apologized twice for that one at least okay so um aside from the propaganda and self-censorship the self-imposed censorship that i'm totally comfortable I don't care. Like, I don't care. Whatever. You know, do your own thing if you want to not self-censor yourself. Um, anyway, aside from that, great week for 2A, especially for 2A activists. And if you're a supporter of activists and you're a, uh, uh, if you're following the activists that are out there, lots of good stuff happened this week. So much good stuff. Um, many of them going above and beyond, uh, showing up at those testimonials in D.C., at last minute, even more so. Uh, how cool is that? Let's see. Uh, lots of training uh, topics came up this week. So uh, we tuned our Thursday show into training and just uh, riff for a while, hopefully gave people some insight on training that's useful. That isn't bullshit. I'm going to put this in here. This is, is this still okay if I put this thing up here? Um, came up that yeah, figure. Thanks for uh, being nice about it. But yeah, I figured you didn't care too bad because that's why I kind of was like, oh, I'll put it over here. And then, and then I didn't. So I uh, came up with, um, oh, I came up with a couple of great points this week, actually, which doesn't happen very often. So that was kind of cool. Uh, this main one is kind of a hybrid of I think it was in Yankees chat or it was the chat before Yankees chat, but somewhere I was in a chat and I'm horking this off of whoever I was in chat with. So uh, when you learn to do things as a kid, like swim or ride a bike or go shooting, like there's that whole concept of learning these things as a kid. And then what is it when you're learning those things as an adult? You know, what's it like learning how to ride a bike or swim as an adult? You know, difficulty perceptions and in the whatnot. Uh -oh. um, so I thought that was kind of neat and I'll be poking into that a little bit and trying to uh, see what I can do with that. 
there was a couple of other ones uh, that had to do with questions that came up doing during shooting left to center with Yankee on Thursday. So actually, it was an interesting one. Sometimes those are Matt, uh, Matt and Yankee yelling at each other the whole time or agreeing with each other the whole time. That's the worst when they're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't disagree or not, you know, it's not that I disagree or agree. It's just that I don't get into the whole, like, let's just agree for an hour. But they do that sometimes. But this week was pretty freaking good. I don't know. Matt was sleeping or something. But uh, that was a pretty good show. So uh, we've got a lot of questions and the results of those were pretty decent. As far as that, like I say, we had, I guess I wrote this twice in here, that the activists went to... Uh, DC and they did that and at the last minute so that was pretty cool then we had these freaking testimonials or whatever it was house committee uh, I don't know what they would call it markup I guess is what they're calling it but effectively yelling back and forth about that HR something is it HR something 18 and uh, it's the assault weapons ban and just some horrible, heinous stuff coming out of it. I just was editing, in fact. Okay, good. I did close the software. Um, I was just got done editing the 12-hour. I'm not even kidding. 12 hours. Now, there is a chunk in the center here where they recessed for like, I don't know, maybe an hour or two even. But still, 12-hour video. I had to download and I'm chopping it up. And uh, I'll put those up as Flashback Fridays. Some of them are going to be interesting because they're insight to the other side's concerns. They just don't know how to enunciate them. And because of that, they're just taking broad bites out of our rights. And there was some like effective attempts to, re, you know, to educate and to respond to the, uh, just some of the dumb stuff that was said. And at the same time, some dumb stuff was said, specifically that guy who's talking about the bump stock here. I guess I can just actually link to it really easy since we're talking about this and we won't be talking about it later. A um, bunch of people went in here and already put timestamps in. Nobody put a good one in here, but this is the one that most people are going to be talking about. Um, I don't know if you're going to be able to hear this from here or not. in opposition to the matter. What this stabilizing brace, which is depicted here, when, a, when attached here, it turns this weapon into an automatic weapon. This bumps, it becomes a bump stock. I mean, it goes on, but it's ridiculous. So that guy never does get under, he never does understand. And that's going to be super interesting for, uh, 1808, thank you. It's going to be super interesting to watch everybody, you know, harass the guy for being a dingus. But then there's opportunity there again to educate them and uh, and to uh, calm their jets specifically. I think there's some opportunity to calm their jets after watching this thing now. I effectively watched it three times because I watched it while it was happening. I've watched a couple of people refer to it, but then I went downloaded it and have been chopping it up. And whenever you're scrubbing back and forth, trying to figure out the pieces to remove or take from it, or excuse me, hork from it, then, uh, you know, you end up watching it like 30 times technically. So uh, there's some 
you know, figuring out where to end the cut or where to start a cut, you end up here on both sides of it over and over. And, you know, they're trying, they're attempting to do something, but it's like if some, it's like they got told the wrong things for sure. All right, so uh, there was also a bunch of stuff that we did, uh, posted that three hours of that testimony. Was that Wednesday morning? I don't know, it really shot that day and that day started to kind of screw up the rest of the week. But can't really put a price on or a schedule on their stupid uh, testimony there. Uh, we had the uh, maps of 2A go up with the states that are involved, the state's district attorneys, I guess, that are involved with the Mexican firearm lawsuits against gun manufacturers. Interesting that no one talked about that recently. I knew that one was going to come up in the middle of nowhere when I scheduled it months ago, but uh, we're seeing some movement towards removing PLACA. So there's definitely a lot of movement out there. Well, there's Gizzard showing up. He does a long format conversation on Friday night. You just missed it. It's over, I think. And then uh, over on Sundays, or on Sundays, on the schedule, he'll uh, usually host a long format conversation each Sunday morning at, uh, for four hours focused on guns and Second, and Second Amendment topics. So thanks for showing up. And uh, thanks, everybody, for saying hey as you join in. That lets us know you're there and keeps me moving. Sometimes I start going off. I'm pretty doing pretty good today. I've been drinking some coffee today, so I shouldn't fall asleep mid-middle of the show. But we'll see. We're only 20 minutes in. Uh, we did a couple of videos when we were up at Pot of Gold the other day. Well, last week, I guess. And some of those are going to be coming up, I think, on Tuesdays or something. Maybe Mondays. I forget when I schedule them. Uh, ask gun questions. I mentioned that a little earlier. Uh, we did the commercial for it. That was a pretty good one this week. And then I think I did another three hour looking over at Instagram. So the same show that we're doing right now, I do that on Instagram on Sundays as well. And it's just a bunch of different people. I watch a lot more uh, individuals on Instagram. I watch more projects with this channel, I think. Maybe it's wrong, but uh, less politics and more memes and stuff like that. I guess this is technically like 20% or something, and it's 80% water probably. So let's dig into it. There's some order of preference here. Usually the stuff that I think is the most interesting to listen to and the most worthwhile for your time is towards the beginning of the list. And it's not that I think the stuff towards the end of the list is less valuable for your time. It's just that it's less focused on 2A. So if you're looking to get just the extract of 2A, uh, go for the icing on the top, uh, usually, of the of the list. And then once you get in here and you start to see uh, some of the other stuff that might just be gun-related, there's a thing about a Doberman, right? So we got some other stuff happening towards the middle and towards the end there. So starting off this week, this is a long week. Again, these, this, I'm glad I do this show because I forget what happens a week ago with everything that's going on. So I don't know about everybody else. I, I do this show in the middle of the night, uh, not because I'm looking for a bunch of viewers. I do appreciate the people that show up live, um, but I don't expect a bunch of people to stay up in the middle of the night to, to watch this live. So that's weird. I didn't get any kind of alert from the store. But uh, I do this in the middle of the night because a lot of our Patreons, at least I assume a lot of our Patreons, because I've had some feedback uh, from them, but they do overnight shifts. I do overnight work. 
Uh, they do driving and other kind of stuff where they're going to download the show and then listen to the show either as a podcast or watch it at some other time. Or a lot of people watch YouTube but listen to it, right? Uh, because then they can look at it if they need to, but for the most part, they're listening to it. So uh, we do this in the middle of the evening. Um, shit, where was I going with that? I started looking at my phone over there. Um, because I can go as long as I want. And... Yeah, I don't know what the hell I was doing, so I guess I lost my place. Maybe I'm getting tired. I don't feel tired, though. All right, so we're going to start off with Locked and Loaded Latinos. Almost always the first on my list. Uh, this really is a good podcast. I, I like it. It's one of my favorites. They uh, definitely aren't scripted. They're just doing their thing. Uh, they're advocates by their own volition. They don't have uh, some kind of weird um, ambitions or, uh, you know, what they're seeking is just uh, awareness, and they're doing it in their way. It's a lot of fun watching their show. It's a lot of fun watching their show grow. And now they're up. They just did uh, 100 episodes. Notice that when I took the snapshot, they were at 556 views. That's pretty cool. So two years on the clock, 100 episodes in, and they just broke the 1,000 mark. They're at 1,160 already. And, uh, yeah, they're just doing a lot. They brought a bunch of people in. They did a three-hour and 39-minute show. So that's how you know they're authentic because they're, uh, they just ruined their channel doing a four-hour show like that. Speaking of authentic, this show is a lot of fun. I really dig it. Uh, it's KD. Um, uh, and it's the uh, train and learn would be no other choice. Train and learn uh, that we talk about all the time that happens a little bit earlier in the year. Uh, KD also does uh, firearms instruction. He's got an online store and... One of his projects is the Stogies and Straps interviews. Now, this is only episode five, but I really dig them. This one is with Tactical Tangerine and just a really cool. I mean, this is an hour and something minutes. And by probably about 20 minutes into it, they'd already gone to places that a typical uh, conversation. And it well, they're not about gun stuff, but in this case, she's a Marine and she's in the gun industry. But she had also been in some other industries, and she's just uh, an individual. So it's pretty cool. Really cool um, conversation there. Worth checking out. Then we get uh, Brooke. So Brooke, we always talk about uh, towards the top of the list with Suicide Prevention Saturday. Her consistent uh, effort to offer brief, like to the point, um, like a series on awareness of suicide prevention, how we can bring it into our conversations and be more effective as advocates and just gun owners in general. And when people have problems with our property, you know, we can offer uh, things to talk about that are not, don't have anything to do with our property and can actually save lives. So Brooke does a lot of good with that project and as the DC Project Regional, I think at this point, or she's the Associate Director for Connecticut um, and a firearms instructor, she had the, she got a phone call and had the opportunity to fill some seats. It's the Senate testimony in Washington, DC. So she put out this call on, I don't know, Monday or something. I think it was Monday morning. And with only 54 views on that video, she put out a call on a seven-minute video and said, hey, if anybody else is interested and you're a lady and you'd like to go to Washington, D.C. with her, 
she could fly and just go there and do her thing and come home, or she could spend the same amount of money on a van and or with her van, drive down there and bring ladies with her. And that's what she accomplished. She did a seven minute video with 54 views. And I've seen some pictures over on the Instagrams where there was like five or six ladies that showed up with her. So now they had to, they got a road trip, right? A two way road trip and uh, had an opportunity to experience that. And, um, you know, what is the, what is the consequence of when the politicians or the political strategists see them there, they know that they're able to fill seats on a moment's notice. That's flexing, that's following through, that's putting money, actually time, effort, and treasure. They're putting their own money into this. There's no kickbacks from DC Project. This is just, hey, here's your shirt, go down there if you can, and they did. Um, there was some other testimonials happening or other ladies showing up as well, Gabby. Franco was there. They ended up hanging out with Dick Heller. So really cool, really epic. And to be able to see it all go down with that video on Friday, Monday morning and then an update on Instagram, that's what the Internet's all about. We're 2022. We have the ability to be Second Amendment activists like never before. Like people like Neil Knox would have dreamed about. We have opportunities and stuff that we're taking for granted. We don't always have these. It wasn't too long ago that everyone was concerned that the platforms were out to get us. And what would we do if they were taken away from us? And what have the preppers out there done except repost their stuff on other platforms? What have they done to make us hardened to that? Right? There's a lot going on. One of the things that the ladies are doing is getting up off their asses and using their time and their treasure to get themselves to these testimonials, to fill seats, to show that they can, and to experience. Now, when those ladies show up at the next uh, skill building and development class that they have, they offer themselves, then they're gonna be able to bring that experience to ladies from other states or the ladies that weren't able to show up. It's a growing thing. And uh, you can be part of that. You could help support them by going over to DC Project. They have a PayPal thing over there. Uh, so there was also a suicide prevention Saturday. And then also, Brooke's done all kinds of stuff this week. She did a quick video on how to find your pistol permit application through Connecticut, where she lives, just as a, uh, imagine sort of like a, an addition to the website for her shooting school. But she posted it on YouTube, so it showed up in everybody's feed or whatever. So kind of a bonus and a way to share her school at the same time post a resource for her school that people are able to get to you know through her website but on a platform that they're already a member of and familiar with so really good uh, strategy there and then again in the midst of doing all this other stuff and then however long ago she had recorded brooke had recorded these interviews with in, in with firearms instructors so uh, this is the third of those pre-recorded interviews that went up on Thursday, I think, uh, for half an hour. And she did that as a premiere. So she's rocking over there, doing stuff, learning new tech, doing it in spite of, uh, you know, all the bullshit. Everybody else paying attention to everything else. Speaking of everybody paying attention to everything else and not the chicks that are getting it done, DC Project posted uh, Lori Blackwell the Illinois state director showing up at the Illinois, oh no, at the Highland Park or something, you know, the one of the suburbs of Chicago where they were 
knee-jerk reaction, let's get some, let's do something type of type of situation. So Laurie showed up in a teal shirt there. So one of the side benefits of having the DC project be made up of an individual female or maybe a group of females from each state is that when needed to be in the states to be mobilized within the states, those ladies are potentially available or there. Again, you have a, the ability to help fund that project, which is ultimately effective and has been useful. Just head to dcproject.com, uh, I think. We'll try to find it here in a second. DC project. I think it is .info because they're weird. Yeah, dcproject.info. Come on, man. You know, they don't take mansplaining. They get all mad when you mansplain to them, but it should have been .com. But whatever. So here we go. We'll put that. See, I don't have to cut. Type nothing. Just copy. Paste. Usually DJ does this stuff, but he's out jamming to, I forget what he said, at Benatar or something like that. So, uh, boom. That was some DC project ladies getting it done. Now let's go to the grandparent. Ah, look at that sexist. Grandparent. Of all the of all the state level citizens defense leagues, and that's the Virginia Citizens Defense League, just consistently being epic. What's it called when you're consistently epic? Consepic? Consepic. 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 They are that because holy crap, they're literally putting their general meeting online for an hour. They make it decent by still being fun and it's normal. It's not like some highly produced fake uh, manipulation bullshit where they say things three times. Be skeptical of everybody that tells you things, things three times. When people tell you things three times, manipulation techniques. So always be skeptical when people say things three times. I hate shows like that. So... This one is not like that. They're just doing their thing. They're getting it done. And the results are the Virginia Citizens Defense League is just rocking. They're always leading the way. And uh, look at this, 141 views. And that was on July 21st. So that was a couple of days ago. Jared, we're about to talk about his show somewhere in here, I think. He's got like half a million subs or a million subs, or he's got some like amazing amount of subs that you would think, oh, every time he goes somewhere, there's thousands of people or maybe tens of thousands, hell, maybe hundreds of thousands of people paying attention. 141 views. So, you know, numbers and stuff, there's, there's ways to surf, and then there's people that are swimming. And when the surfer jumps down and starts swimming, there's certain people that are only watching the surf. Man. So I just threw that was in there. I thought that was interesting. That, uh, <clears throat> again, this is, I don't know, Jared's not from there, I guess. But, you know, the, of the large YouTube channels, he's the only one that's focused on 2A predominantly, I suspect. So uh, just interesting facet there. So then you get to, we're going to get into some training stuff. Well, maybe not. So this particular next thing is training, though. And that is the Get Off My Lawn podcast from Sand Hills, who uh, he had on Brooke and Chris and 
riding shotgun with Charlie and Defense Dad and the gun food dude. And I don't think Paul was on there. Who else am I missing? I'm missing somebody else, I think. But uh, it was a two-hour chat. I ended up being in an hour with Yankee over there, so I missed the first hour. I have no idea what they talked about. Probably something boring. But uh, the second part was pretty decent, and uh, I check it out. There are a lot of different uh, experience levels and perspectives on training in there, and they all know each other and have a lot of fun, so it's a pretty fun one to listen to as well. The hours go by pretty quick. Then you get, speaking of hours going by pretty quick, Toby was doing some stuff with the industry this week, so he had recorded the Cape Gunworks shows last week, doubled them up and, and re-ran them this week for their uh, syndicated show out on the radio, uh, which will be going out this weekend. So tomorrow, the uh, Cape Gunworks Rapid Fire Radio show goes out on radio stations throughout Massachusetts and I think Florida and Arizona. So if you ever... Uh, want to hear an awesome show, check that out. You can also check it out on like iHeartRadio and podcasts and stuff as well. Uh, McBean Sand from Central Illinois. Welcome. Cool place to be. Um, let's see. So then Toby was uh, doing that, doing some industry stuff this week. But uh, so his show was pre-recorded, but he had, I imagine one of the other reasons he pre-recorded it is because he was uh, filling in for Grace Curley who is the radio show in Massachusetts, I guess, that everybody likes. And uh, she was gone. She was on vacation. So Tony took over the whole show. Had to watch it on Rumble, which is about three quarters week because Rumble sucks a little bit, turns out. Rumble sucks quite a bit, actually. So I was having bad internet, which I'm sure wasn't helping anything, but also Rumble sucks. Um, doesn't stream good. It just streams very poorly. Then I might have been doing too much stuff on my computer, but still, I can stream everything else. Uh, I think I mentioned being on Yankee Show. There was some stuff that we chatted about. I don't know, mainly because Matt wasn't there. We probably just didn't talk about guns so much, and people had to ask me questions because Matt wasn't there. And I don't answer questions the way people want. I'm not going to tell you your shit that you're buying is good because most of the time people are wasting their money on shit. So, uh, you know, people don't ask me those kind of questions. So it was actually an interesting conversation, uh, a little bit different than a normal me and Matt and Yankee type of show. Then there was a book club. Barbecue doesn't show up for this show because he hates staying up at night or doing things like this. But uh, he did a show this week where he did the uh, two-way book club. And we all listened to, uh, read the uh, Glock book. So what I did is headed over to what we call in the internet stupid ass gilded server because it's called gilded but it's better than discord which everybody hates you know how much everybody hates discord well that's how much people like this show or this thing um so in one of these little buttons there it is i put reading the glock book so if you want to go check it out i think you can i think i have this open to everybody and that's kind of neat. So this is my notes from the first eight chapters of the Glock book. So we had this book club thing that took like an hour. And it was all right. It was a pretty good book club, actually. Uh, nobody got like a book report. Nobody had to do a book report or anything like that. But uh, what I'm going to do is listen to the rest of the book, do the rest of my notes here, and then go back and do a chapter-by-chapter -chapter summary because it's a really good book. And people that hate Glock are idiots because this book is 
stands on Glock and looks around. That's the way I'm saying it. If Glock was the was a building, it's like they went into the Glock building and then looked out the windows at the rest of the industry. And that's that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. So then after that came hanging out with Jenny J1911. So she's a channel that's been hosting a lot of live shows. She's into reloading and stuff. So uh, she invited me on back in May <clears throat> to uh, be part of her show. And I didn't uh, see it. It was on it, went, it was on Instagram and I missed the invite. So I was screwing around on Instagram, found it couple weeks ago and she said hey let's try doing it whatever this Tuesday so we had a pretty good conversation I'd say thanks to her for uh, letting me show up and and talk with her about stuff I was really interested in hearing about her as well and getting to know her uh, uh, goals for her project uh, she's a teacher and new to firearms and creating a YouTube channel and sharing uh, a lot of people do that. She's taken the step of uh, going to ranges and manufacturing places and getting tours and sharing those tours, which I think is super cool. Woods is saying that the book club was pretty fun. Well, I was thinking more of like a book report where it was, it could have been the kind of thing, because we this was the first one that Barbecue did and Woods is saying we did have the questions that was kind of like a book report. Uh, it was a way to structure the show for sure. But I was going to say, if I was, I thought it might be like, what did you think of the book? Go or something like, and then that would have made it feel more like a book report, I guess. Uh, let's see. So next up, we got the Cape Gun Works does a series called This Old Gun. And it's a, uh, the, a gun historian expert guy brings different guns from the shop and chats about them and shoots them on the range and talks about them. This particular one, he had a raven, and uh, he chatted about him. He was wrong on a couple of things, but everybody's wrong on a couple of things. You know, Ring of Fire guns can't be Saturday Night Specials by definition. They are a response. You know, they're a consequence of the Saturday Night Specials. They're a reaction to the law that stopped Saturday Night Specials from existing. So everybody makes that mistake, and I use it uh, interchangeably often myself, but uh, I would like to do some kind of a chat with him because he did mention something about uh, the Raven lineage, which I had not heard before. And, you know, it's been a while since I did my research and I'd love to find out that there's more research available. However, if it's just something they thought he heard from somebody else, I'd rather know that than think that there's another layer to unwrap from the Raven story because the Raven story is pretty difficult to unravel. Uh because Raven turns into Phoenix, and that part of it is modern and current, and they don't talk about their business, right? Who would? Uh, that's a cool-looking rifle. What's a cool-looking rifle? Oh, you're talking about that dude's rifle. So then we got uh, Night Strike is hanging out with Mark Novak. How'd that happen? So somehow out of nowhere, Night Strike has Mark Novak shooting his gun for a minute and a half. So that's kind of interesting. Put that in there. Then we've got um, Alan Anchor. So do I have a commercial for Alan Anchor in here? I don't think I have a commercial for him. So I think I can, do I have one of these things? Oh, I don't even have one of those things. 
So Alan Anker is the people we know in California. Um, they had a uh, issue, I guess, with their robot and they decided the best thing we can do is put a laser on our robot. So now they have a laser on their robot and then they were like, you know what, now that we put a laser on our robot, let's make a one minute and 40 second video to show everybody else how to do it and to do it cheaply. So an inexpensive way to arm your robot with a laser. Seems kind of weird to me, but they did it. Um, but they also did this. So we're going to watch this clip on Instagram and hopefully not get uh, in trouble. Can I make it bigger? Oh, man. Yeah, good. Can you see what's, oh, shit. Can you see what's happening here? Sure they're going to copyright me for that so hopefully it was worth it they could send me a whole bunch of patches if they want but uh can i get this thing to not be huge okay there we go so that was alan anchor doing that awesome what is that called stop motion i think that's stop motion right it looks like it took forever to make right come on you kidding me come on man so here's the link to it uh, copy link. You can go over there and click on it and say stuff like, holy crap, that's amazing, and shit like that. Uh, and you know, they probably printed that maze. What do you think? They got that maze, like, just a little, little around in California somewhere? No, I bet you they printed that out, so that cost money also. I don't know about the sound on part. I don't like that part, but... And I'm pretty sure they copyrighted me. So, like I say, maybe a bunch of patches under the table. Nobody says nothing. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Uh, then we got the overnight. That uh, show happens all over the time now. You never even know. It, first off, legally not overnight. It happens, it'll even tell you right on here. Well, it doesn't, I guess. But it happens at like 11 o'clock at night. That's not overnight. That is not even midnight yet. So it's evening. It's the over evening or whatever. But anyhow, he did that show. I forget when. So I think I was, I'm pretty sure I fell asleep through that one. <clears throat> Because it's too early in the evening for me but uh we've got this one that happens and then later on we've got the mouse wait no he didn't do the mouse party barbecue that we mentioned earlier uh he's did the mouse party so that happened this week but then there was two overnights because of something he did a second overnight so it's just you don't even know what's happening anymore all right, so next up is uh, Gun Owners America, eight-minute video talking about the assault weapons ban. You know, there's, um, I don't spend a ton of time in this video messing with stuff unless it's super urgent or it's something that we can be monitoring that's useful. This is definitely in here because it's worth paying attention to. We are, it is to our detriment that we ignore these things as a community. Go look around at who is actually uh, paying attention to this assault weapons ban, not trying to exploit it, but like, you know, encouraging people to work towards uh, calling and making it, making a fuss. 
1994 assault weapons ban reaction, the consequences to the, to the representatives are what gave us essentially a blacked out period of decades, two decades before they decided gun owners were chumps enough to attack again. But it was, can you hear that when I do this? Blowing that mosquito out of there? Ah, oh, it's trying to get me. So, um, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot to be gained by making some phone calls, making others aware, bringing this stuff in conversations. If you do go back and listen to that uh, Jenny J 1911 conversation, uh, that's pretty much what I did, just bitch about how we can, our value, our voice, that we can do a lot with uh, just, you know, what we have available to us. People don't realize that. Well, hopefully you can when you think about the illustration, the proof that I offered earlier where Brooke Cheney can go online and get 54 views on her YouTube channel with 193 subs and find five ladies to travel with her at spur of the moment. Is that what it's called? Of the moment and uh, go sit in seats for that testimony. We live in epic times, epic times. Let's see. So I'm trying to remember where we were. There was uh, the robot with lasers, uh, the overnight, the assault weapons ban. We talked about mouse party. Yoder, Texas, who back in the day used to post links for the Come and Talk It radio show over on Gun Channels every Sunday afternoon so we could all listen to it. In, uh, I'm trying to remember. I think that would have been Pink's chat, maybe, or maybe it was somebody else's chat that, that late in the afternoon. I'm changing chairs. Are you done being scared? She's still sitting here, but I don't think I've heard lightning in a while. Um, so Yoder's been, I don't know what the deal is with this, but he's been making these little cartoony things. And uh, sometimes they're interesting. Sometimes they're for like kids or something or something else. And then this time it is this Doberman one. It's pretty awesome. Plus he's hanging out in a bunch of uh, sunflowers, which is pretty much a place where a Doberman would go. Pretty sure they would take that. Uh, didn't you win something earlier? And I'm trying to get your address, so I'm pretty sure you won something. GG and G, or no, GG reloading. Wait, GGW reloading. And uh, if that's the case, let me get that address. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to get comfortable here now. Is that thing too high in the air now? So, anyway, Yoder's been making these cool, like, I don't know what to call them, like paint-by-number cartoon thingies. That one's pretty good. Uh, each week, there are quite a few radio shows. We mentioned um, uh, Cape Gunworks, which is my favorite. It's hard to say. Definitely my favorite one on Wednesday. But uh, Cape Gunworks does theirs a little differently. They, they record their show live while they stream, they stream their show, and they record it live on Wednesdays. And then it gets distributed on the radio as a recording through syndication. The other three radio shows that I pay attention to each record their shows live as they broadcast, and they all do it almost simultaneously on Sunday afternoon, which is both lame and interesting sometimes. So I break up the weekly wrap-up into a couple of sections. And once we get past the first section here, which is all the important stuff and the 2A 
Then we get to the stuff that I'm going to talk about each week, no matter what, pretty much. And that's Gun Owners Radio out of California. And uh, we've already talked about Cape Gunworks. I put them up here because they're at another level. None of these other radio shows pay attention to the viewers live at all, really. I shouldn't say that, but very much different than Cape Gunworks. So uh, they're, you know, they're, they're handicapping themselves by having to do the radio show live at the same time, I think, where Cape Gunworks and, uh, you know, isn't, well, they're just different. They've been doing it for a while, I guess, and are just able to uh, interact with the live audience a lot differently. Anyway, Gun Owners Radio does listen to the live stuff that's on YouTube. It just doesn't interact with the show at all. They have a script. They've got a uh, agenda for the show, and it's a long show. Now, I almost always link to the show because I set this thing up earlier in the week, but they take their show down. It's a two or three hour show or something, two hour show. They pull it down, they chop it all up, and they put those pieces back up. So if they're listening to this show, quit doing it that way. That's not the way to do it. Take it down, that's fine, but leave it there. So take a copy of it down, but leave it there. Now, you can put it to unlisted if you're worried about your channel or something, but there's no need to pull it down that I'm aware of. You've already ruined your channel by having it there in the first place. But now take that copy that you've downloaded and chop it up. That's a great idea. It's well worth the effort and awesome. But to capitalize on that time, you've been invested in that. Have those things use the scheduling component of the YouTube uploader so that those things go up throughout the week. Quit posting them all at the same time. And same with you, Cape Gunworks. And nobody else does it. But eh, sometimes Come and Talk It does it. But Come and Talk It, I think, schedules them out a little bit better. Or they just do it later in the week. So great effort. Well done, do it, but use the scheduling feature and have certain clips come out throughout the week instead of all in one pile. Um, but anyway, Gun Owners Radio's link probably won't work because of that. You'll just have to go over to their channel and then check out the pieces that they'll post that are components of that show that was on on Sunday. But you can listen to it on Sunday and it's pretty cool. Uh, then you've got Come and Talk It. You mentioned Yoder, Texas used to post this years ago so we've been listening to this one for a long time this one is hosted by a gun shop owner in texas in austin texas so the insight of a gun shop owner and he's also suing the uh gov the government over bump stocks so they do all kinds of cool stuff they had a very interesting live conversation slash debate um maybe a month ago so they do some cutting edge stuff on their show definitely worth checking out each week uh, I posted two things from their channel this week because they took one of the pieces of last week's show and uh, posted it separately as a four-minute uh, informational and educational piece on the first aid uh, training called Stop the Bleed, which is a, a very abbreviated, straight-to-the-point first aid course that instructs anyone who's interested to learn how to stop a mammal from bleeding out from any reason from an accident to a fall to a to a mishap to a some kind of violence something it just allows a, a, a non a non-medical person a way to uh, learn how to to prevent people from dying from the thing that can kill you the quickest bleeding out very interesting and uh it's a, it's a four minute summary that's way better than what I just tried to do there. Over 2.1 million people have learned Stop the Bleed. 
you can too. So it's prepared over 2 million people on how to uh, prevent people, others from bleeding to death. Good stuff. So um, next is uh, the Eye on the Target radio, which is Amanda Suffolk and her brother. They go live while they broadcast. It's on Sundays. They do pay attention to the chat. So I shouldn't say none of them pay attention to the chat. They do pay attention to the chat. In fact, sometimes they'll bring your chat conversations up on screen. They have uh, Paul Lathrop behind the scenes there. Uh, that one is a little bit tougher to listen to for most people's feedback is because of all the breaks that they have when they're filming live. Um, actually, that's the same with all of the three that film live. Uh, they just don't know what to do during the breaks. The uh, California, Gun Owners of California, will typically show some kind of, uh, well, often a comedy skit or some sort of a commercial thing, like a DC Project commercial. And I am the target. I mean, anybody who's watched the show more than three times knows the exact same stuff they do because they never waver. And that can be a little frustrating after you're watching it for a while. Otherwise, it's, uh, you know, the kind of thing, since there's three of them on at the same time, um, my suggestion is to juggle watch them, like just have them all on and juggle the volumes because they don't necessarily coincide with their commercial breaks always. And sometimes the topics are less interesting than others. So having all three of them on is kind of like flipping radio stations, literally. Then we come to the section where I talk about the um, military interviews that I listen to on a weekly basis. There's three that I'll listen to often, and I just didn't put them all in here this week, but uh, pissed. I don't know why. I just was must have been busy and didn't realize. So let me jump over to my YouTube and not miss out on a couple of other ones that I listen to, which are freaking amazing. So we're going to start talking about Combat Story. Combat story is the Apache helicopter pilot, and then he went into the CIA, and when he came out of the CIA, he started to interview all these people about their combat experience. His shows are usually an hour to 90 minutes, so kind of short for these kind of shows, and he almost is always interested in the combat experience and what's around that. He doesn't get into much else unless they're doing something in civilian life, and then he'll give them an opportunity to talk about that. Uh, so a great perspective, a great interview, and just a really, a, like an extract of these kind of shows. So I am trying to talk and type at the same time, and it's not necessarily working. So there's Combat Story, and we just got that one. The other one would be, uh, actually, Tactical Rifleman, he might have had some stuff on this week, too, but I'm not going to put him in here. It, I'm looking for Mike Ritland. That's the good one. And then the Team House. Where's that freak is the Team House? Just got done listening to him about a half an hour, well, an hour ago. There they are. So we can close this one. Is my internet working? There we go. So Mike had some amazing ones up here. Let's talk about Team House first, though, because they're my favorite. Oh, how long it took. All right, so you had just today, you had this guy who came on for a second chat, and he's a, a guy who did all kinds of stuff, and then he went into the CIA. Um, he went in, he, I'm pretty sure this guy was stuff in Vietnam or something, and then went into the CIA right after Vietnam. So he's had a, a long time in the CIA. Last week, right before the show, it was uh, uh, an, an, uh, an officer from the 160th task force. 
So that 160th is the portion of the Air Force that takes uh, the SEALs and the Delta Force and the, and the Green Berets and the Rangers to wherever it is they're going. They're the one, they're the highest level of performance uh, pilots and crew chiefs and aviators in the Air Force for the most part. So uh, that's an awesome one. And Team House is always worth listening to. This is a Green Beret and a Ranger that interview long format, two, three hours sometimes, uh, depending on how much meat they want to get into. Uh, so two really good interviews I just forgot to put into the list this week. I'll try to put them in next week. And soon I'll be doing a best of each of these channels because they're definitely worth listening to. So much good stuff. So this week on Mike, Mike is a SEAL and a dog trainer. So I don't know if in the SEALs he was into canines. I think he did. Yeah, actually he was. And then when he came out, he now uh, helps uh, rescue the service dogs that come out that usually the ones that are too ornery or too violent to be, uh, they want to be euthanized. Mike will take them and he'll rehabilitate them. And then if possible, he'll give them to an operator, typically a retired operator who can handle them. Someone who's familiar with those kind of dogs can do and how they need to be treated and stuff. And then best possible case scenario, gets a dog back with its own handler. They live happily as long as the dog's going to live ever after, right? Awesome story, does good stuff. And holy crap, did he have an interesting conversation here. So I don't know who this guy is. We're calling these the new billion-dollar solar panels. They're a new... That's some kind of commercial. He says, Kyle Creek, the captain. Does anybody know that? He's the author of Speech Therapy. Uh, some kind of a dude. And he's had an interesting life, and he's been a tour manager for, like, Limp Bizkit or someplace, or Five Finger Death Punch or somebody. So he's done, like, something and that, and then he was in TV and movies, I think, and and he, and he brings up a lot of stuff, but he's not a military guy, I don't think. But uh, there's this section here called Gun Control, and it's about 15 minutes long. And I'm probably going to ask Mike somehow if I can use that section. That is worth your time. So I'm going to copy this link and put it in here. And if you want to listen to something that will get you pissed, and then it'll make you go, hmm. And then it'll make you go, hmm, again, because this guy is not a dingus, but he's a super dingus. He's not a FUD. He's a dingus. Like, FUDs know what they're doing and then refuse to learn stuff that's new, but they know something. This guy knew nothing, thinks he knows something, bought a gun, thinks he knows something. He's not against guns, but he is against guns. And it's Holy crap, it's 15 minutes of like, wow. And I think it's useful. I don't think it's just going to stress you out. It's going to stress you out, but it's not just going to stress you out. It's useful. And like I say, if I can get a hold of Mike, if I got the time to do it, that thing was crazy. The rest of it, honestly, I probably wouldn't listen to it again because the guy isn't military. He's just some guy who did a bunch of things. But shit, I talk to people who do things all the time. You want to know who did a bunch of things? Smeggy. Into a guy who does a bunch of things, G23. Patriot's done a whole bunch of different things. Uh, Woods, I think he's done a couple of things. We don't know what GGW is reloading has done. Hmm. Saying G23 has my contact info? Okay. Then I'll get your contact info from him. 
Uh, let's see. I'm just kind of going through the comments here. Sorry, I haven't been paying attention to these. GGW has saying, if our elected officials don't hear from their constituents, you and us, then they think you have no opposition. Think about it. Yes, exactly. By saying nothing, you're letting the other side speak for you. I mean, that's the ultimate. That's, that's frustrating. But the awesome part is, as soon as you make a phone call, then you're saying, number one, I don't agree with them, and number two, I disagree with them. Because unfortunately, if no one calls up to say that this is wrong, hold on, let me say this is wrong. So it will allow that to essentially be fired like an automatic weapon. That's the danger. So. Right? If no one says that's wrong, then they think that's right. What the hell? Uh, let's see. Definitely seeing people react to HR 1808. I don't know what you mean by that because that was so long ago. Sorry. So I don't know if you mean like people in real life or people on the YouTube or the internet or what's going on. Uh, let's see. So Smeggy says, that's how the committee for 1808 made me feel stressed out. But he didn't really say it that way. He said, that's how the committee for 1808 made me feel, stressed out but interesting. I wasn't stressed out at all because it's, I saw that if we're talking about HR 1808 real quick, I got it queued up to the guy from wherever he's from and uh, talking gibberish about the, the bump stock. But if you take a look at one of these shots where they show the whole room, I'm scrolling up. I'm scrubbing, I believe it's called, up and down the whole video here, looking for one of these spots where they show the whole freaking place. There. And because I click play. Because there are, unfortunately, so many um, assault rifles and so forth in our society, um, maybe necessary to law enforcement to be able to use the same type of weapons and if you look at page 17 of the bill, it says, um, yuck. So only a police should have guns. That's one of their big points. And then of course, here's a bunch of tragedies or atrocities that have happened. So I'm trying to find uh, there we go. Pause. So this is why I'm not stressed. You've got E Honda who claims he's not a representative, but there he is. You've got this guy, who I believe his name is Massey. you got this guy, who I call Matlock, because he's got Matlock's coat on. There was a lady hanging out between them two. There's this guy, who I call the guy wearing a white shirt. And then on the other side, you got this lady, who's crazy. She's the one that went after Amy, um, Amy, Amy from the Hatfield Institute or whatever. Amy uh, Swearer. She's the one that suggested Amy Swearer was uh, created or was, was uh, what's it called, committing perjury and tried to make Amy Swearer cry. And then the one sitting next to her is the lady that said that assault weapon bullets disintegrate the body of the victim. And that's why there's no pictures of victims of assault rifles. And um, that was tough to listen to. And then you've got the guy from who hangs out with the mob boss. And that guy is the guy who you're just looking at with the pistol grips. That's it. 
And then there was one other, two other anti guys, dude, and then this old guy, and then the lady, and then maybe two others. So there's like five people there, but the dude and the old guy and the lady only showed up when it was their turn to say stuff. So when I see a room like this of emptiness, uh, they're, they're all phoning it in. That's how you know they're phoning it in. This was worth listening to. So uh, I listened to the second, I listened to these military podcasts, getting back to the the show here. I listened to these military podcasts for information, for inspiration, and to that's why I'm optimistic. There's so much good stuff coming out of the residuals of the global war on terror that if you're not paying attention, then you're just missing out because there's a lot of good stuff happening. So this one with combat story, I guess it'll be the last one I'm talking about in this section, uh, was with uh, Remy. And this guy has a crazy story. He grew up in uh, Africa as the son of, a, he's like a prince, the son of an African prince, I guess. And then they were rich. His dad died. They ran him out of his, his mom and his family out of there. Um, and then he went to New York. He ended up just being a kid in New York and doing all kinds of stuff. He got out of high school and then said, you know what, I'm going to go into the Marines. But then they were like, oh, you got a criminal record. The, the um, recruiter, instead of saying like, tough luck, kid, was like, bring your, you know, wear your nicest clothes. Took the kid to the various courts that he needed to, to uh, basically... Uh, say, hey, I'm going in, I'm enlisting, so that's my good character, let me out. And that happens a lot of times, people don't realize that, but that worked. And he went in, did a gig, he never had swam before, but wanted to do things that were challenging, became a SEAL, uh, eventually got out, uh, got to a, a level where he was doing amazing things in the military, came out, started to work in different civilian roles and then was contacted by Hollywood and ended up being in the terminal list, the transformers movie on that. And uh, some movie called seal team, I guess, but uh, then he's also a, an author. He's got a couple other things going on. So just a great hour and a half video um, interview with them. Uh, this one, if you like listening to this one on combat story with Remy, you can get interviews. There's like, I think I've listened to like four interviews with Remy. He's a super cool dude. And he's just done so much cool stuff that when these different inter when these different people interview these guys, they and in in inevitably end up talking about different stories and stuff. Because uh, combat story guy is a helicopter pilot in CIA. So he's not going to ask the same kind of questions as another SEAL's going to ask him. So when these guys are talking to each other as SEALs, they're either best friends or they're aware of what they were doing because you know if they weren't doing it, they knew what the other teams were doing, or at least pretty much had an idea what the other teams were doing. So super cool listening to these interviews. This is definitely another good one. I'm almost never disappointed with them. Sometimes they're just not as good as they others. Sometimes they're epic, and sometimes they're just not as epic, but are almost always really good to listen to. So if you're ever finding places in the week where you could put another two hours in, I would recommend Team House and then Combat Story and then Mike Ritland. However, there's no way. I mean, the, the, I'm going to do best sub for all of these because they all have amazing interviews with amazing people. All right. So I, I know it's 2A, but like I said, there's chunks of these things that are 2A. And a lot of these people are going to be politicians. They're not going to be settling for what they're seeing. And 
um, seeing them have conversations with each other as peers is going to be infinitely interesting when they are politicians. I'm looking forward to it. They're super confident. All right, next up is our stuff. So I like to put some of the stuff that we do out there. One of the things I do is invite Clover and Tony Simon together, and we do ask gun questions on Saturdays. This week we did a bunch of follow-up questions because we had been doing topic shows the last couple of weeks. So we went back to just plain old answering questions, which is, I imagine, what we'll be doing tomorrow. I'm getting some other focused topic questions shows lined up. But I think we'll just be a normal one tomorrow, unless somebody's got a great idea for a specific one. In addition to the Saturday show, which will go live on noon or 3 p.m. metric, noon, normal time out here on the Pacific Coast, uh, we'll have, um, or we had this week, I think I mentioned the uh, maps of 2A going up. This time we talked about the attorneys generals from whatever states were joining in on the with the Mexican government to sue manufacturers. Then uh, we had a tactical quiz on Wednesday. We finally put it to rest, 9 millimeter versus 45. You know, the 45 is a declining caliber. I mean, the 9 is a declining caliber. Nobody likes anymore. Everybody hates it. 81% of gun owners hate the 9 millimeter. And we all know that, right? That's common knowledge. But it's still around, right? They made a bunch of it accidentally, you know, inadvertently, bad advice. They made too much of it, and now it's still on shelves. Nobody buys it. That's actually what's going on. A lot of people think when I buy 45, you know, the next person buys the other box, and the other person buys the other box. 10 or 15 boxes later, the shelf is empty. Nobody really realizes that there's always 9mm there. Why? Because nobody's buying the 9mm. It's a fad. Everybody hates it. So they buy the 45 and then the, the store buys some more 45 and they fill the shelf. So now you go back there the next day or whenever and you buy some 45, some decent caliber, some 380, right? Maybe some 38, maybe some 357, any of the decent like spectrum of colors that are out or calibers that are out there that, uh, you know, are valuable and useful, decent calibers. And uh, everybody just buys those and then the store replenishes them. Now, you don't notice that there's a layer of dust and filth that's, a lot of people just think that's part of the box of nine millimeter, but that's accumulating on top of the box of nine millimeter because they're stagnant. Nobody wants them. They're a fad caliber. So that's all that it is. People think that there's always nine millimeter around and they just assume that it's being purchased like everybody else, like all the other calibers. But uh, we finally put that all the rest. We had a, a battle. It was not that much of a battle because you know it was nine millimeter versus 45. And, but it's nice to know that you can confidently, if somebody comes up to you and starts bullying you about your caliber decision, that happens. It's the way that people are raised nowadays to bully people that are right. Uh, they bully you about your caliber decision. You can just point them over to the tactical quiz, number 16, and that'll shut them right up. Uh, you can take the quiz. It was a lot of fun. We uh, are working on getting the prizes just, just, just distributed to everybody. G23 is eventually going to send me the contact information for somebody. Um, and then we did a video about some of the stuff from Pot of Gold Auctions. We went up there and looked around at a bunch of stuff that's coming up at future auctions. So those videos will be coming up on the regular. We also go back and have long format conversations, kind of like this one, where we look at Instagram. That's about it. We'll end it with Free Patch Friday. I want to thank... 
G23, who is the only one who bought anything, I think, because I didn't see any other stuff come up here. Let me go over and verify that by looking at where my mouse go. There it is. Go looking at the store over here, maybe. Because obviously my phone ain't working. But thanks to G23, he grabbed the uh, Panda. He, I don't know if you mentioned if you want another one off of that list. What do you mean list? Oops, I mean this list. Boom. Those are all the patches that are up for grabs. Nope, we just have the one order. So thanks for grabbing that. And you grab the Panda. You're welcome to another item off of this list. And then, or off of this window. Go back to here. There we go. So with that, we are wrapping it up. It is Free Patch Friday, though. Uh, we'll probably do, uh, we almost always do Free Patch Friday throughout the weekend for anybody that listens to the show after and is concerned that they miss it on Friday because this happens at the end of Friday. We could just call it Free Patch Weekend, but that would cost too much money to do a bunch of rebranding. So we'll just keep calling it Free Patch Friday. But buy something over the weekend, you're going to get something free. Um, oh, you want that in Power 2A, which we now know is super rare because not everybody can get them anymore. Right on. Yeah, no problem at all. So uh, thanks for that. Let's see. What am I doing? Oh, I was going to say that at the bottom of the screen, on the regular, what we do is have a hashtag going. That hashtag is for our Patreon. Oh, no, it's for everybody, I guess. But if you're a Patreon, you're going to win even more stuff. So we've got this. Oh, I guess you can't tell what I'm doing. Let me go back to here and get rid of that. Now you can see that we got this hashtag going. And most people don't pay attention to the bottom of the screen. But I'd like to thank our Patreons who make it possible for us to take the time to work on projects like this. It takes a few hours to put together this stuff. Uh, then it takes another hour or so, literally, to post it on Substack. Uh, that's sort of a blog slash distribution thing. People that like it, like it. It's a way to read what we're doing. Uh, we post it on a newsletter, and that's for people that are on the go, live the life of uh, travel, I guess, and like to have it delivered to their mailbox. So everything that we just went over on the show tonight is written down, and then we uh, put that out on the newsletter. We also have it uh, here on the Patreon blog, we'll call it, where we just went through throughout the night looking at all the different elements and links and whatnot. And uh, our Patreon is our blog, so it's also the people that uh, subscribe to what we do, somewhere between a buck or two a month, up to 25 bucks a month. They're the ones that we say thanks to at the beginning of the show when it starts with that goofy music and it goes like this. Actually, this is like what it's like at the beginning of the show. And we take the time to do that because we thank our we, we, do, we do appreciate our Patreons. They give us the ability to spend the time to do this, but also to post it on all those different places. Not because we're desperate for views, but because all we're doing is linking to a bunch of valid things out there for the most part. And what we're trying to do is spread the word about these projects and these individual uh, efforts that happen throughout the week, as well as to archive it. 
So it's being posted on a couple of different social platforms and our own websites, just so that everybody knows what's, uh, what's going on out there. So many people are exploiting the uh, unawareness that happens. So just so people who may not be paying attention know, we're kind of wrapping up the show here. Uh, there's a challenge. There's a poll out there that's different, but there's also a challenge on the screen right now. Hashtag TWO, not with the number two, in other words, spell out the word two, world wars, hashtag two world wars. So Tango, Whiskey, Oscar, Whiskey, Oscar, Roger, Lima Delta, Whiskey, Alpha, Roger, Sierra. That's easy to remember if you think about it that way, like a phonetic what are you going to win if you get this stuff? Maybe one of these patches. Now, sure, the Empowered 2A patch, which we learned earlier from Crump, right from the Crump, is that it's uh, extinct. It's no longer valid. I probably am giving it away illegally because it's no longer copyrighted or something. So you can't even get these anymore. Uh, and that Panda with an AK-47. Oh, now we can see that it's got an AK-47. So a lot of people were like... I don't want that panda because I don't know what kind of gun it's got. Well, now it has an AK-47, and now you're pissed. Now I'm pissed. I didn't even realize I had an AK-47. I probably would have kept it. So there you go. That's the patch, or one of the leftover patches is what you'll be in the running for if you choose to participate in the Hashtag 2 World Wars challenge that's about to happen right now. Before that happens, we're going to flip over to the poll. We see 18 votes over there tonight. And let me get rid of this so everybody can see the poll that we're talking about. I guess I could zoom in a little bit to see the poll that we're talking about. The question was, how was this week for two? Oh, come on, man. Seriously? It zoomed in too much. It wasn't me, though. I'm blaming YouTube on that. YouTube censorship. Okay, the question was, how was this week for 2A? Great week? 17%. That was the correct answer. Good week for 2A? That one won with 39%, but it was the wrong answer. Okay week, I guess, was 28%. That was a very wrong answer. And then 17% of the people that participated tonight are actually federal agents who are not able to participate in the voting system. And just like a glue trap or some kind of stinky bait where you take like a maybe like a milk jug or a two-liter bottle and you cut the top off of it, and you invert the top upside down on top of it, and you take some gross duct tape or something gross, and you tape that top down on there, and you put in some sugar, maybe a little bit of lemon juice or something gross, then some honey, and then you put some water in there. That's what we put the last one on there, because that collects all the federal agents in there. They can't get out. They, they vote on it. They can't vote on it. You know, they can't do nothing once they voted on it. But uh, that keeps them from messing with the rest of the good stuff, all of the frostings and watermelons and different savory items that were on the table keeps them from messing with all that so uh should we have another poll i don't know it's probably too late for a lot of you to have another poll i don't want to get anybody upset go to bed angry because there was a last minute poll at the last minute that people weren't expecting i oftentimes when i uh screw around at the end of the show i'll get a lot of angry comments about I was already gone by the time all the good stuff happened, or I assumed that all the good stuff had happened and I left. And then all the good stuff happened after I left. So, you know, that happens sometimes, I guess. So let's go back. What are we doing over here anyway? This is StreamYard. 
if you ever see anybody's doing one of these live chats and there's a snooty little duck with a monocle looking over your shoulder, that's called StreamYard. It's a bunch of Canadians and they think the duck is funny because they're really messing with Gizzard, who's a chicken. And they think it's funny to make their whole streaming thing made out of a duck. Well, the Canadians started this whole thing because they were nerds, but they liked eating French fries and French toast. So they sold their company to France and now we have to pay for this off to Canada, but it goes to France. So that's the story. But guess what France and Canada aren't? China. So nothing about this is going to China. And we're pretty sure they're not. I mean, they're reading it because they're Chinese, because they're French. And I'm sure they're reading it. But they're not Chinese. So we're pretty sure they're not communist. And we pay them. When we pay them, one of the things we get in return for the payment is this tool. And this tool gives us the ability to run a hashtag challenge. So, two world wars. We've got seven entries. Seven entries. We'll uh, be going here in a bit. And how can we have seven? Because there's one, Barbecue, two, Patriot, three, Artac, four, GG&G. Okay, y'all are just saying it a bunch of times and it's freaking me out. So, you're all just putting it in there way more than once. We got seven. Here we go. <clears throat> I'll just drink a drink of this coffee water first. Can you go to Twitch? Yeah. Can you go to the other channel? Yeah, of course. I'm not telling you you can't. Did you? Probably not, because there's only seven. And I would have thought it, there'd be a lot more if everybody went to the other channel and the Twitch. But, yeah, got one extra... Uh, Advantage, you don't want extra odds by going over to Twitch right here, which is super easy to go to, just by going right there. I get it. I don't want to. It's too difficult. You got a whole other YouTube channel you got to go to. Um, all right, so we're going about to go to wherever I lost the thing. Now there it is. Two world wars, even after dropping a link to Twitch. Of course they all count. Look at Smeggy saying, he didn't know that the YouTube channel counted. What do you think? I'm different than Gizzard? You think when Gizzard gets all them fake uh, votes from the other channels, that's unique? Like, because Gizzard's a chicken, he gets extra fancy treatment from the duck? Maybe he does, but not in this case. All right. I'm refreshing. Oh, no. You know what happened? I have to do it all over again now. Hashtag two world wars. And, oh, we still only have seven. So I went through a lot of effort there for y'all, but you're not even participating. So we're hitting the button. It's either going to be one of the seven people who participated tonight. And the winner is Artak and Daughters. Boom. Is he still around? Oh, Gizzard waited way too long. Was Gizzard in there? I don't know if Gizzard was even in there. Uh, let's see. So there's the winner. Do we going to get any kind of, how long ago was that? 10.41? Like seven minutes ago. You already went to bed? So we get to flip back over to the picture, which is right here. Another feature of the StreamYard. I pronounce it StreamYard now. And uh, there you go. Get to pick one of the items that is now on the screen. 
Uh, G23 says he entered on both channels. Well done. All right, so with that, I am going to attempt to, while we're waiting for, now we're waiting for G20, or our tech and daughters to say which one of them patches he wanted. I don't know. Oh yeah, the patches are on the screen right now. So you're not even seeing what I'm doing. I am gonna go beyond the screen over here because I can't show you this part because it's personal private information. But I'm gonna, what the hell? What channel am I on? Yeah, what the hell? So, oh, I went to one thing, that's why. Okay. So let me go back out to here. Yep, our tech should know that the Panda and the Empower 2A are already gone. But I am jumping into here so that now I can jump into here. And we're going to do another random giveaway that after, well, assuming our tech is still out there, he may have just uh, jumped that in at the last moment or something and then went to bed. I've done that before. Um, here, now I can go to here and now I'll get a thing that says supers and that's what I've been looking for. So whenever Artak figures out what he wants, what I'm gonna do is, yep, I got it figured out. We have one, two, three, four super chats this year or this month. So we're going to let, um, oh, we're just gonna do another Thing to let somebody pick. So feel free to put two world wars in there. You're going to be picking for somebody else now. You're going to be picking for one of our uh, super chats. So Patna Bunker, Mark, and Daniel. Thank you for that. Uh, I'm not sure why Artak is deciding not to tell us which patch he wants. I don't know what's going on with that. So we're just going to go ahead and take this off the screen at this point and go back to the thing. I'm going to go to draw again. Oh, well, I'm drawing again. I guess it goes straight to drawing again. And this person, oh, snap. So we're definitely not going to pick Artak the second time because he's taking forever. So we're going to draw again, and it's not going to be Artak, and... You are not going to pick for yourself. You're going to be picking for our super chat. You're going to be picking the chat, this patch that our super chat person is going to take. Now, if you're the one who wins and you're the super chat thing, you didn't know it, but you're picking for yourself. But I don't know if that's possible because I don't think that would work out. All right. So G23 is not one of the super chatters. So he will be picking for somebody else. But now he is picking a patch for somebody else. If you don't mind, please pick a patch for somebody else. And whenever our tech comes along, he'll have to deal with the, uh, what's the word, what's, what's whatever's left here. Come on, how zoomed did I go? 330%, I guess Instagram cannot handle 330% zoom. It likes 120%. All right, so thanks everybody for participating. I don't want to make everybody wait for the answers that we're waiting for from our tech and or from G23. So we'll start wrapping it up. We uh, go live every week to look back 
at the content that's been posted that has to do with 2A. Oh, snap, Patriot just threw a super chat out there. Um, I will definitely put you into next month's super chat drawing that we're going to be doing on Wednesdays. So you'll be in next ones and next months. Does that make sense? So, because I'll be, I think, let me look at a calendar. Yeah, next week is still July, but you'll be in the running. So that's something I'm adding to the show. Anybody that super chats, you're getting a free patch. Um, well, maybe you should have won then. You should think about being a random winner instead of not being a random winner. Barbecue is moping because he couldn't pick a patch for somebody else. G23 is able to pick a patch for somebody else. Oh, he did. Okay, good. He already did pick a patch. So he's picking the 2A4E patch. Thank you for that. And how are we going to do this? We're going to do this on random.org. Because I've been using that for a long time and I like it. Um, and come on, man. Now we're going to go between one and three. So Daniel, who had the grips, barbecue almost, if he would have got picked, he could have picked the patch for Daniel potentially, but he didn't. Um, so it'll be Daniel is number one. Just so everybody knows, D is number one. Then Mark, our second super chatter, thank you very much, is number two. Well, hell, I'm going to put Pat, uh, Patriot in there anyway. Nobody's going to get a hell fit about that. And then Pat is number three. And then Patriot is number four. If that worked. So now everybody knows the three, and I will switch this from one to four. And this will be for the 2A for E patch that G23 picked out. And we got to now wait around for, I didn't miss it, did I? For Artac. Uh, He'll probably be around for Gizzards' chat on Sunday. Okay, so now we're going to hit the random. And the result is Patriot. Look at that. Patriot just dropped 20 bucks, and now he's getting a 2A4E patch. So I'm going to start writing this down, so otherwise I'll forget stuff. Let me grab piece of paper over here. And try to get all this stuff off for under it. All right, so just for bookkeeping, we got Patriot winning the Super Chat giveaway. And then we got our uh, tack winning the regular giveaway, but we don't know what patch he wants. And then G23 already got the, uh, the panda. And this is a two and Got a panda and the 2A empowered one. I might have more of those empowered. I had a giant stack of them because they were giving them away like water at, at Shacho, and they've gone into that story before. So I have a ton of them, or I had a ton of them. 
but I gave a bunch of them away because I had so many of them, but I might have more of them. So if I do, then people can get a really rare patch, it sounds like. Because I'll bet you a bunch of people threw them away because they weren't cool enough looking for them. Uh, Smeggy's saying, my luck is if I win only if someone else gets the patch. Hell, last show I had a 100% chance to win and I didn't. I can't run it if there's nobody else enters. Uh, and then Gunmel Guy showed up too late. That's too bad. Uh, well, we went almost two hours tonight. Uh, I see that Patriot guy wins all the time. He wins a lot, which is good. So uh, with that, uh, we will be back to pick you up tomorrow with the Ask Gun Questions. Brooke Jeannie does a suicide prevention Saturday that happens tomorrow. Uh, then there's uh, Sunday afternoons. So we'll do the similar look back at Instagram and check out all the interesting stuff happening over there. And then uh, we go on Monday to do a Second Amendment activist motivation and um, information. So on Monday, we're going to be interviewing Jake from Walk the Talk America. He's uh, the medical side of the Walk the Talk America project. We'll be giving him as much time as he wants to talk about his why he does what he does and his how he does what he does. Tuesday, we're talking about... I forgot already. Is it Ohio? No, Florida. We'll be talking about 2A in Florida. And then uh, we have a tactical quiz again Wednesday. Thursday, we'll be talking about travel again. And then we'll be back again on, on Friday for the tactical quiz. There's a whole bunch of new stuff over at the Gear website store. Uh, we've started putting the 3D printed stuff over there. If you've got ideas for 3D printed stuff, let me know. And we can add more stuff over there. There's more stuff being added. I've spent some time working on infrastructure on this end. There's a whole bunch of stuff on eBay. We'll probably be adding a eBay show on Thursday where we talk about all the different stuff. We've got old collectible stuff. I've got gun stuff. I've got stuff from the back of a gun shop type of stuff. I've got stuff from my collections. I've got stuff from you know the garage and just stuff. So the, the eBay is up to, it's getting close to 100 auctions over there at a time and uh, we'll do a show to dig through some of those auctions. We've got a bunch of stuff up at Pot of Gold auctions. So in addition to the, uh, the Patreons uh, making it possible for us to do all this stuff, those sales are allowing us to slaughter whatever bills are left from being on the road for so many years. And once we figure out how to get past that challenge, we'll start thinking about how to do what's next. So uh, the Gun Show Loophole Tour is still a thing. The um, Can you do challenge coin logos? Heck yeah. Um, the uh, Gun Show Loophole Tour is still a thing. The uh, calendars is uh, something that we're working on. We've got every Second Matters project overhaul we're working on and a couple other big projects. So um, with that, I'll chat with G23 off air for the projects. But yeah, definitely interested in working on 3D projects with you. I've got a couple of people that had some patch panel projects. I'll be able to start working on those sooner than later now. Like I say, kind of been working on organizing some stuff here to make it easier to get things figured out for the store and for eBay. So with all that, I'll uh, get rid of this random thing that was boring. We'll uh, thank the people who watch over on Twitch. Looks like nobody went over there and clicked on nothing. Twitch is like a video game hosting place. And uh, 
you can shove your YouTube videos over there. I do it as sort of uh, an extra place to put the videos just in case, but also as a little bit of outreach. Uh, a couple of times when we're doing these shows, somebody will come by and go, oh, there's a gun show on here. There's a gun podcast. That's cool. And uh, some, you know, so far we haven't got a lot of feedback, but every once in a while we get some feedback. All right, with that, we got the Gilded server. I guess I'm closing all my windows here. The Gilded server is uh, kind of like Discord, but it's not horrible and people don't hate it like they hate Discord. Uh, I don't put a lot of effort into it. It is for my moderators and things, the people that are helping with a lot of these projects and also our Patreons. There's some place in here where the Patreons just hang out in our own like kind of lobby and uh, eat a lot of bacon, I guess. But uh, that doesn't mean that Gilded isn't cool. If you head over to the Overnight, they've got 26 members. Gizzard has 18 members over there. G23 has a server over there. I'm not sure how he's using his, but uh, there is all kinds of cool stuff happening on Gilded. And the cool part is you can kind of jump back and forth between people's projects and rooms and servers, or whatever they're called, and have conversations that either immediately in an actual room or over time, kind of like a forum. But for us, it lets us post things like the uh, live chats that I mentioned earlier when we're doing something live or watching something live. Uh, we'll post it over here. There we go to the live stuff. And you can uh, you don't have to be a member or anything. You just see this stuff. So we've got that uh, team, the team house video from earlier. We got Gizzards' show in here. We've got um, locked and loaded. Oh, I guess I don't have Gizzards' show in here. Normally, I would have Gizzards' show in here. We've got uh, the various podcasts that happen throughout the week. So kind of it builds a very similar show to what I end up with here on the week, only it happens in real time kind of slowly as the week goes on. Thanks to the people that follow us on Instagram that leave us messages and give us links to interesting stuff. Our Instagram is basically a lot like going through a gun show. At least that's my goal is to give people a little bit of everything so you can see our entire community and not just one little piece or one little sliver. We have a really diverse, interesting community that's growing in all different directions. So we attempt to keep up with it all over on Instagram. Like I say, we'll do an entire show like this one on Sunday where we uh, dig through the Instagram accounts out there. And again, thanks to our Patreons, the people that make it possible for us to do what we do. And uh, again, people buy us a cup of coffee once a month. Some people buy us lunch once a month. And when that 150 people do that, it makes it possible for us to, uh, to put more and more attention to these things. Our goal is to have, you know, a thousand Patreons or something, a bunch of people that throw a couple of bucks at us. So that way uh, we can continue to do what we're doing, but grow. I have a lot of uh, ambition with what we're doing here. Once I can get out of my uh, financial hole, you'll uh, experience what that'll be like. But until then, I'm going to encourage you to take $20 each month and head over to this Patreon program. Uh, website. It's a social media platform, effectively. It allows you to invest in what you appreciate. If that's a writer or a comic book creator or a singer or somebody who's making YouTube videos, maybe it's a poetry or maybe it's there's some people that are doing uh, educational, informational videos to help effectively tutor little kids in complicated things like math or music or science. And if you value people that are skilled and ambitious in what they're doing, uh, you can go over and subscribe just like with PBS or just like with a magazine or just like with the Disney Channel. You can uh, take 20 bucks, go to Patreon. 
I'm going to ask you to throw five bucks at us. That buys us a cup of coffee or a sandwich each month. And that accumulates into us being able to pay bills and pay for the servers and the software that lets us do what we do. And more importantly, the time to let us do what we're doing. But take the rest of that 20 bucks. You got 15 bucks left over and uh, put two bucks here, five bucks here, three bucks here, a buck here. Go find some projects that you find interesting and invest in their future. Invest in their content and see if that's worth your money. After about five months, you'll have spent $100 on the creation of what you value. And let me know if that was worth the investment. I'll keep putting that challenge out there and I haven't had anybody come back and say that it wasn't worth their time. I think you're going to appreciate what you get out of that 20 bucks a month more than you ever will out of what you get from Disney or the other things that are, you know, give us some insight into pop culture, but don't tend to last long in our consciousness. So I do appreciate the 149 people. I mean, I keep saying that because it's like they're my friends. They're the people that make it possible for me to spend my time on Second Amendment stuff and not worried about, you know, whatever grip angle or red dot, you know, you should be purchasing next from whatever link. And I do value that. It allows me to really worry about the community and what's out there and how we can be strategic and, and evolve instead of... Uh, being at the mercy of what sells. So uh, with that, we'll wrap it up and encourage you to check out those other projects over there. The people have been mentioning as we're live here, some of the other uh, folks, I don't mention every single person that's on YouTube or anything, are the people I know. I focus on the stuff that's uh, gonna be useful for your conversations about Second Amendment. And with that, we'll be back to pick you up GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. Occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> Psych, we're doing a bonus giveaway. What? Is that against the rules? Yeah, I don't care what the other chats do, just because they don't value people that stick around till the very end. Bam. Bonus giveaway. It's happening. You know who's really going to be pissed? Our attack and daughters. G23. Holy crap. That dude is getting another patch. Another patch. Assuming he's still there. Assuming he's still there. He's getting another bonus patch at the end. Everybody else said it couldn't happen, that it couldn't be done. We shouldn't be going live at the end of a show like this and doing a special bonus giveaway, but we did it. And there's the links to the patches. I'm pretty sure he knows which ones are there and which ones ain't. 
it was the same hashtags as before. Everybody was still in it who is still here. But did he leave? Oh, snap. You have to be a present to win. He might have. Oh, gold Glock. Wait, what? What the hell does gold Glock mean? Oh, the one in the middle. The guns for everyone. Guns for Everyone does free CCW classes in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Um, I believe they get helped by CCA, USCCA, to offer those classes for free. And last time I heard, he said something like 10% of the CCW classes in Colorado have been offered by for free by the Guns for Everyone project. So if that's the one he's talking about, next to the Panda. Yeah, so that's a... a, a, a Patch that's from that Guns for Everyone in Colorado project. So thanks for that. And it's also one of the only, uh, uh, Edgar is the only one that uh, I'm aware of, except for, well, Eric's dad, what was his name? Um, why can't I think of Eric's Pratt? Something Pratt and uh, Alan Gottlieb speak Spanish pretty fluently. But uh, now nobody since. Alan Gottlieb, I haven't seen him on, uh, on uh, what is it called, in a long time. Uh, Edgar's constantly going on and doing interviews in Spanish for Second Amendment Focus. Right on. So thanks for uh, sticking around. And now we can officially end the show with some people being even more pissed and other people being even more happy, hopefully. We will see you all tomorrow. Tonight's episode, Triangle of Terror. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals at gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh, just uh, for Patriot is saying, are we checking both channels? Yeah, the way this thing works is I set it up to all three, but I have one place that I see all the chats. And since I'm showing that on the screen, everybody's seeing all the chats from everywhere. Complete transparency. To do, if I would have closed out, the thing would have still been live. You have to click on this button. No, it doesn't pay to switch back and forth. It only pays you to jump over there and use the hashtag on the other channel. Sometimes I do say stuff on one channel and not the other in such a way to create a chat battle. But some of you all don't know that because you don't pay attention. That's a whole nother level that some of you haven't figured out.